There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I just want to say that uh, the reason that we're doing this whole podcast right now, 20 years after the show premiered, is that there is, like, you would be hard-pressed to name one other show in the history of television that is more rewatchable than The Sopranos. And because of the 20-year reunion, things have, it's just, I feel like people are revisiting it Mm -hmm. and watching it for the first time even, and now is like a good time to jump in and do like a good retrospective because there's literally there's no line that's a throwaway line in the sopranos like every, so much comes back um there's so much you notice upon rewatches i i don't know how many times you guys have watched the sopranos like, i have I, no clue like, that's how many times i've watched it like through the series oh oh <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Oh Sopranos Podcast. How you doing? My name is Joe Spellman. Um, <laughs> let's go over here and introduce ourselves to who oh. you're going to be listening to. Hey, everyone. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Paul Gullius. I'm David Feudernick. Uh, and we are a couple, uh, actor writers who, uh, live in Los Angeles and we are big Sopranos fans. Um, so that's why, uh, we're starting this, uh, one of many, <laughs> another, yet think, another Sopranos podcast. I think we're the fifth. But whatever, there's a lot to cover in The Sopranos. Yeah. So I think we'll be good. And also, <laughs> they're not us. <laughs> yeah. Just going to come out the gate uh, yeah. insulting the other Sopranos <laughs> podcasts that, that no. were smart enough to do it before us. <laughs> All the other Sopranos podcasts are great. Well, we were just waiting for the right time. That's yeah. right. Now is the right time. And then we, and then we waited a little longer <laughs> and then a little longer. Right, right. And then, we, yeah, we all went on vacation together and then... We then we decided, okay, let's record. Let's record. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, we, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to do this pretty regularly and um, mm-hmm. uh, get some interesting guests. 
and uh you know um just uh hear what people's thoughts are on the show how it's uh you know affected their lives in any way mm-hmm. yeah or uh you know how maybe they're still big fans because we are still big fans right of the show it's like Some when i biggest, yeah when i make eggs i always put sour cream in my eggs right because of ralphie right right you can get those great are the tips. like the little things that affected like my life and then you have someone murder you on and then, the kitchen yeah. floor. Yeah. Yeah, and then you someone like forward. killed me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh it's funny you bring that up. I mean, we're going to start talking about like uh episode from uh, three three seasons from the first episode that we're going to talk about. But <laughs> he also ha- he always has like uh, interesting like food the tips. pasta thing too. Yeah, the pasta thing, which I also do. Yeah. With the butter? I haven't done that yet, but I want to. I always do that. Oh, I yeah. take like a little sauce and I put it in the pasta first. Yeah. I've done the water. The macaroni, excuse me. Oh, yeah. Please. All pasta is macaroni. That's right. Yeah. I've done the starch thing, like this, the water. Right, right, right. Which was mm-hmm. supposed to do the same thing, but the butter probably makes it a lot better. Yeah. But it's rare that butter doesn't make something better. Uh, to be fair. Yeah, of course. Go, uh, uh, Professor Polly over here <laughs> is our, yeah, is our yeah. resident, is our resident. Italian. Yeah, well, kind of. Just, uh, yeah, a little bit about us. We're all East Coast boys. Uh, we all grew up in the Northeast, surrounded by Italians. I actually have some Italian uh, heritage. I'm 75% Italian. I got the Hungarian last name, Golias. And the Hungarian red cheeks. Red, uh, red uh, yeah, pink, Rosy bright glow. pink uh, cheeks. My mom and sister have the olive skin. I, I have the Italian uh, uh, stomach, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, huge Soprano fans. I actually uh, wrote and created a little video, a little viral video called The Seven Minute Sopranos that you can look up right now on YouTube. And it has like one point something million views. Which and was I'm huge not, back then. Which was huge. Yeah, this was like 10 years ago. But, uh, but that's my claim to fame regarding Sopranos until, oh, came along. That's right. So here we are. And we all grew up in Connecticut. Joe and I are originally from New York. Mm. Uh, you're originally from Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, so we've, we've grown up around a lot of... It. What, what, what we love about the show, and I think what, like, you know, I love about it is, like, you know, I watch it sometimes when I'm, like, coming home drunk and I want to <laughs> smoke a bunch of weed and I, mm-hmm. I just put on something comforting yeah. like The Sopranos because it's comforting and it reminds us, me and us, of... Uh, you know, where we grew up and, like, sort of the people that we grew up around. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Like, that's what drew me to the show. I remember I was, like, I was a, probably a sophomore in high school when I first saw I didn't watch the first two seasons live, but I ended up, like, going to the local, like, blockbuster or whatever and renting the VHS tapes. I remember seeing Livia Soprano and being like, holy shit, that's my grandmother. Right. Like, just her manners and all those people. And that yeah. was the first time I really kind of saw the people that I grew up with that I saw every holiday and stuff like that. Like, like pretty accurately depicted. I mean... So you want about like the mafia connections, you know, yeah. a lot of Italians didn't like uh, the, the color that the show put them in uh, regarding the, the organized crime. But you can't deny that that was no, those were real tri-state those are people. real people. Yeah. Those yeah. they all feel real and authentic. Yeah. And that's also bullshit, because most people in at least in New York, like that are Italian like to think that they're somewhat connected. <laughs> oh yeah. They always yeah. be like, yeah, actually. Well, actually, I mean, I could get this done. If I, I wanted. <laughs> I could. Yeah. I, I know, know a guy. guy. Yeah. 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 When none of them are connected at all, but <laughs> right. everybody likes to think they are. And then they get pissed off. Yeah. Right. Should, should we jump into, um, the pilot? 
the pilot episode? Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, which starts with Tony at Melfi's office. Right, yes. Mr. Soprano. I could probably do the entire opening scene. Yeah, uh, Professor Pauly uh, <laughs> knows. Anytime we're like, uh, what episode was it where Charmaine called Tony Tonyoni? You're like, oh, do you remember what that what episode that was? Uh, I don't remember off the yeah. top of my head right now. Oh, He's damn. usually really damn, good. Damn, Professor Pauly, damn. <laughs> damn, can't perform. Right, no, so usually edit you that out and give good. me another one we'll, that we agree upon <laughs> in advance. Um, yeah, so in the beginning, he starts, uh, he's looking at the, um, what is that? Is that the Venus? It's, to, a, it's a statue yeah, she, of, a, of a woman, like yes. Venus to Milo yeah. or whatever, but that yeah. has no arms or something. Uh, <laughs> or maybe not. I have no fucking clue. This isn't a fucking art history podcast. Yeah, yeah. so if you're um, listening for art history, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go to your mom's fucking bookshelf. Um, yeah, and uh, I was I was looking at that shop obviously a lot m- more because I was like, oh, I wonder if this has any meaning to it. I can't really. Oh, it absolutely does. I, I oh, I don't know. I what everything what is it? must have to me. Look, okay, so I, I can't so pinpoint it. We're so talking about specifically the very first shot of the very first episode is Tony and Doctor Melfi's office, and the way it's the framed, way it's very mise en scène. For you film school graduates. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's it's, there's meaning in the way that it's framed. He's oh. sitting on the couch in the waiting room. I'm going to get a lot of a lot of snores. Uh, yeah, just hit that no. skip 30 button right now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. I, wa- no. I do want to hear it. No, no, no. So, he, so think about it. Tony is being framed between the legs of a woman. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And he's boxed in by it. He's got, mm. he's got a woman's leg on either side of him. And and there's so much meaning to that, in especially in the early seasons with his mother. Mm, he's right. he's think about how uh, boxed in and how pressured and how a how sl- much power to her. Just no, but women in general, yeah, uh, yeah. throughout the series, really. But really, right. so I mean, it's like the the big three: Carmela, Doctor Melfi, and Livia. Like all three of them are are boxing this big, strong man who's supposed to be, uh, you know, the emblematic uh italian mafioso right and he's and he's being constricted by the women in his life right i think that was very intentional i uh, oh i agree with you now that you said that <laughs> i did not catch it i was yeah, looking yeah. at it today and i was like huh what? The, i know this have some sort of meaning but it I feels important because the, the way it's framed and everything of course yeah. and it's the beginning of the fucking show yeah, and it right sets, and it's it sets just it up like silence yeah. for like a minute uh with this shot um that's cool, and that's also, uh, uh, you know, a question that I always have watching the show is like, how much would, you know, this is a, also a question that for later episodes, but how much would have his mother had played oh, in yeah. the whole series? Like, how much of a different show probably she would it have died. been if she hadn't died? Um, that's a big question for maybe not the first one, first episode. <laughs> yeah. But um, but but yes, but now that you say that, like, uh, yeah, huge theme throughout the series. Huge theme. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then I'll, I think I think like from there, like, um, what's also funny about this episode is that you know it gets into like him talking about. Oh, you want me to talk about what? The, no, no, no. I'm saying talking to the mic. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I not talking to the mic? Oh, yeah. You, um, like uh, the um, music that they choose. Uh, very early on, like especially when they're chasing that guy that owes him money, 
Yeah. Um, is it's like doo-wop. It feels like it, it's just a, um, something where, like, you know, this is what we tried in the pilot, and we're not going to fucking use it. <laughs> like, this tone, we're never going to, you know, like, shows of money, plenty shows very, have done yeah, well, this before. The, yeah. the narration, too, like... I mean, right, right. His whole like explaining to Melfi, right, and then it's like the the voiceover as we like see the well, felt very, of very, uh, very good fellas. The entire, yes, like, yes. I, and I think 100%, I think that's yeah. what David Chase was going for. I mean, oh, you yeah. think about uh, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a gangster. You know, right, like that, right. That Henry Hill like narration and especially the doo-wop music like mm-hmm. evokes that good fellow. And he wanted Ray Liotta to play Tony. Right, right. <laughs> and he wanted Lorraine Bracco to play Carmilla. Right, right. Like, he right. wanted to just make Goodfellas a TV Why did they yeah, give yeah. him a chance to make a TV show if he was just going to copy Scorsese? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I agree. Like, yeah, yeah of course. And, he, and even in the, like, um, like, like the scene kind of directly after that where they're all, like, in front of – is that Satriel's? It's, like, a different Satriel. It's called Centani's. Centani's. Yeah, yeah. The pork store. Yeah, this yeah. is that's is the, that the only episode where it's called Centani's? Yeah, there's a lot of right. uh, there's a lot of uh, things that change. Well, this that is, yeah, which is a definitely like a thing like for pilot episodes. And right, like, right, right. The series Just completely people changes. People get recast. Um, but he's playing um that fucking song. I think it's in Pulp Fiction or whatever. Uh, it, that over the this underneath the scene. Mm. Uh, where they're at Centani's. Okay. Um, it's like, blam, blam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we'll get our uh, audio engineer to play the song um, that I'm talking about. <laughs> um, we have an audio engineer? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah, like I feel like that was all very like Goodfellasy, Scorsese. Yeah, um, but what was cool and what struck me, what, what what made it feel different, that what separated it from that, it was almost like meta within the genre, right? Because you had multiple instances within the first episode where these mob guys were actually making references to the movies that we all love. Right, like still does the like Godfather impression. And yeah, like, well, that was episode two. Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> but in the first episode, you're right. They yeah. definitely so. Uh, did. Uh, 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 Louis Brasi sleeps with the fishes. Oh, right. Yeah. Luca, 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 Luca Brasi. When yeah. when Christopher and uh, Pussy are, uh, are disposing of, uh, of email. Emil, <laughs> Co- yeah, Kohler, the Polish guy. Um, and then also uh, with Carmela and the priest. Uh, oh, Tony prefers two to one. Yeah, oh, right, right, yeah. Where know, does he stand on Goodfellas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where does he rank Goodfellas? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like this this very, like, it felt real in that in real life, like real life mob guys, you know they've seen those movies. And you of know course. that they fucking love those Also, gr- great recasting. That father in Tintola in the pilot is absolute garbage. <laughs> garbage. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Um. Yeah, I, I yeah. There's definitely a lot of that, and I guess it makes sense maybe as a as that, that it would be heavy handed like that in the pilot, 
um, because it's sort of your introduction. There's a lot to set up. Yeah, and there's a lot to set up in your sort of introduction, but I'm happy that it wasn't all about that. Oh, right. Like, Could you imagine if every episode <laughs> was just him, like, in the chair in Melfi's office and him just, like, retelling what happened yeah. to me this week? But, yeah, like, but if yeah. I watched the pilot, I might have, like, watched the pilot first, yeah. which I think most people didn't. Right. Like, I may have thought that. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, what are these guys just going to reference fucking movies the yeah. whole time? right, yeah. Um, yeah, that priest character, um, <laughs> Father Phil, <laughs> uh, that really, when you mentioned that it, it reminded me of the, um, this is also another part of the pilot, which I don't think, uh, represents the entire series is that, uh, Carmela <laughs> quickly grabs an AK 47 <laughs> <Yeah>. from, <laughs> from the, the, uh, the living room yeah. in front of the priest yeah. and yes. brings yeah. it outside and I'm aims like, it at her daughter and aims well, it at her daughter. <laughs> yeah. The well, rest she of the, didn't know, but yes, but the yes, rest of the so. series, she's like trying to hide the fact yeah, that she's right, right, like right. a part of a whole mafia yeah. operation. There, there were definitely moments where right. where they were cartoonishly gangster. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Especially. Which, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting too, like because I feel like almost like from what we know about HBO shows too, in like in that uh, in that era, like you know. Oh, our list we were joking about <laughs> like i feel like nothing those were like yeah those we we kicked shows. around this being an Arliss podcast too and maybe oz was the only one was oz on during that oz was yes. on uh, yeah. before there was overlap yeah, yeah yeah like they, they yeah because Edie they falco was on us they all didn't seem that serious like like where the i think the sopranos like ended up was pretty serious like I feel like Sopranos was billed as a comedy. Like, uh, yeah, I know, I know. You, which if, which makes more sense in the pilot, like it because oh, sure. the tone yeah. is so different. And it, and it, but it remains consistently funny throughout. But especially in the early seasons, like uh, I remember, like on the next Sopranos, it was like it was like like they all used the Seinfeld the Seinfeld bass. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's how they were marketed, and it and it was, you know, remarkably funny. But that's but you know it's a drama <laughs> right uh and and it didn't and tonally there's so much different between um i think the early seasons and the later all seasons. the great dramas sopranos boston legal um <laughs> all the great oh, dramas don't get me started <laughs> bad blood between sopranos and boston legal after james spader won the yeah. uh yeah the, the wrong Emmy in james, the final season yeah the wrong james one oof i still hurt but um, anyway what, what what else in the pilot uh i there <laughs> there's so many things that uh were changed like uh, Gabrielle Dante is different. Uh, do, do we see her? Where do we see her? Oh, you yeah, see where her. Do we see her. I don't know. You see her like like in the background, basically, like yeah. with sale, like oh, like at okay. the like, like at the barbecue and gotcha. stuff like that. Also, I'm pretty sure I caught just rewatching this before this. Pretty sure I caught like in the background, Father and Tintola and Gab are talking to. <laughs> recast people like in the background <laughs> when, yeah. when Artie is like like crying about the uh <laughs> restaurant getting like yeah. like yeah. destroyed oh right right, right. so i was like yeah. well, i wonder if david chase saw that shot and he was like those two 86 86th, <laughs> yeah. 86th. Yeah. he definitely the, the actors are like so you think this is gonna go anywhere <laughs> yeah and they're, they're they're the only ones who are like oh yeah i see this going six seven seasons <laughs> yeah he watched a lot of things in the the pilot and was like that's uh yeah he's like meadows knows <laughs> Yeah. Change it. Centon. Change it. Meadows she, she looks too much like Hunter Skangarella. <laughs> David also, Chase's daughter, by the way. Oh, that is that who she Yeah, you didn't know that? I uh, did. I yeah. never knew that. The, we were the girl just who we plays were... Hunter Skangarella, Meadows' uh, bad influence friend in the pilot. 
oh is, Hunt, is uh, David Chase's daughter. Yeah. Apologies if David Chase ever hears this. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, before you got here, no, Paul, we, Joe and I were like, oh, she had to be somebody's daughter. I mean, yeah, David Chase's. Oh, and, right. and he, he brought her back for the uh, finale. For the finale, yeah. yeah. Um, Hunter, where you been? Because nobody needs to know. <laughs> I was just saying to him that she is the third character we see in the whole show. <laughs> really? She, you see yeah. her before any of the family. Yeah. And uh, that sweet Skeet Ulrich, uh, topical almost, Skeet Ulrich uh, yeah. joke. I almost like that. I think that's sweet, David Chase. Yeah, that's, that's very, very sweet nice. of you. Well, as, but also bringing... as you listen to this in between shots of uh, <laughs> many of newer, newer. yeah. Um, but it also like bringing her back. Uh, kind of was was poignant for the finale in that in the episode one she was the bad influence friend right, right? right. like they don't want her to be like Hunter and then uh, she ends up becoming the the doctor that Tony and Carmelo wanted, wanted Meadow to be. to be right 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 and the reason that Meadow didn't become a doctor is because she saw Tony uh, in handcuffs so much she she felt she compelled to go into law right and so they have to face that they they they, they led their daughter down a path that they didn't want her to go down. yeah but. Then she uh, she marries Patsy's son, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and she's just gonna be another Carm. Yep, basically, she's <laughs> gonna be another Carm. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that brings me to uh, unless you had something else. Uh, well, no, I was just gonna say because I know I've heard Feudy like kind of. We all agree that tonally, it's not bash the, same the tone as the, of the, the pilot. rest yeah. of the pilot. Right. Oh, absolutely, but. But Feudy specifically, I heard you be like, for season, like not your favorite. Well, it's not my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I, I say that, and every time I watch uh, the season, I'm like, it's really good. But all I, uh, all I really, when I think of the first season, I just think of college and nothing else really. Yeah, uh, and I guess I dream of Jeannie Cusimano is great, the, the like the finale. finale yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. It's not my favorite. When I when I come home, like Joe said. We we all seem to come home from the bar and just watch three episodes <laughs> at two in the morning. I could be drinking uh, at, yeah, at yeah, home you know, too. Who, you know, you know. No, you don't ever know me. But the, uh, but but I I you know I I very rarely sit down and I'm like oh, you know what you I'm gonna watch, I'm season, gonna watch one. season one. Yeah, yeah. But I will say uh, before I had ever seen the show because my parents were cheap Jews and we didn't have <laughs> HBO growing up. Uh, we were like at a hotel or something on vacation and college. I saw college like like before I saw anything else. That was the first like, episode. That was the saw, first yeah. episode I ever saw. And then I didn't see it until my roommate in college, his mother. would. Uh, it was uh, in 2002. So it was like right when season four was starting. His mother would tape the episodes and over like like FedEx it overnight it. And we would watch it on Monday. Yeah. On a VHS. Can I, can so I that's how you? I originally watched the show, and then I like went back went and back rewatched and it. Yeah. Oh wait, so you hadn't even seen? I it was like bedridden, uh, like my like the summer after my like freshman year of college. Um, my roommate Justin, shout out to Justin. I'm hoping we'll have him on the pod. Um, he had the first three seasons on DVD, so I brought it home. Yeah. And I watched it like with my mother, and I got her into it, and then my parents got HBO. Nice. <laughs> Can I tell you the first thing, the first time I ever saw Sopranos, I was flipping through the channels and it landed nah. on HBO and it was the episode with Massive Genius. Oh God. And it was the scene where he's like, the pen is mightier than the motherfucking sword. And I'm like, what the fuck is this show? <laughs> that's, like, it, like, that's like regarded as the worst episode, right? It's like, one, one of, of the, the worst, right? Anytime the Sopranos delves into hip hop culture, you're, you're, it, it dips a little in quality. I, I will say though, side note, 
so the hash character that that storyline um is loosely based on a bunch of different people but one of them was my grandmother's cousin george goldner who uh quote unquote managed frankie lyman and the teenagers and the flamingos and he was like super mobbed up yeah the money stole all their money yeah yeah Yeah. cool cool. and was like yeah basically giving that money over to the mob (laughs) so Pretty Another cool. uh, weird thing about the episode, the for the pilot episode, is that Hesh is sort of like it has a scene where he's like a a, a muscle kind of kind of kind of character. Oh, when he's on the bridge on with the bridge. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I was saying to Joe, which is like Hesh is a bigger character in the pilot than Paulie is. Like, You're right, yeah, and and Silvio and Silvio, and Silvio is like the remember he he shows up to the pork store. He's like, hey, what are you doing here? Like, also, also <laughs> this is where you hang out. Silvio is like. Um, Hey, I ran to your friend Artie Bucco. I think he was a friend of yours. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like yeah, yeah. you know who Artie Bucco is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like obviously, they didn't know that when they wrote that line. But right, uh, yeah, right. They didn't know that they wanted to keep the character of Artie around. But like, wasn't like the original like gang like uh, Jackie April, Tony, Sill, and and um, uh, Ralphie, right? I mean, they, when they, going back to when they were really young. Because so wouldn't Sil f- know Artie? <laughs> of course. Yeah. I feel like they all. I mean, ultimately, they all knew each other when they were little. Little. Yeah. There's, like they there's, all grew up with each yeah, other. There's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of shit like that. Um, but there's there's. Yeah. Go we're ahead. being nitpicky assholes, but <laughs> yeah, we're. I heard that I was like. Yeah, he would have known who we're going to be nitpicky assholes. Yeah, throughout but there's so much series. in the first episode that is used throughout the entire run of the. Oh, series. shit. Goliath. Yeah. That no, was no. what I was about to segue. Can, can we name it all? Because there's yeah, no, let's like go to that. That's points. what I was trying to like. I was I was wanting us to get to like, Junior I, making fun of like his small hands to the girl. Oh, cousins. You, uh, never had the making. Never had the making of varsity athlete. Yeah. That's that's one of the original lines that Tony says to uh, to Melfi. Uh, and which comes back up in season five when uh, when uh, Junior's having his little mini strokes and right. and just repeating himself over and over again. When when Carm tells Tony he's going to hell when he's about to get the MRI, yeah, that, that gets brought up again. That gets brought up in White Caps, the mm-hmm. the season four finale when they have the huge epic fight that ends their marriage for a time, and then she apologizes for that uh, when Tony's in the coma in season six. Yep. Uh, the. The the JFK hat, the JFK hat, yeah, with his like, whatever Gumar that his, is, his his dad's Gumar. Oh, her her name, oh oh, that's his dad's Gumar. No 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 it, no. Remember that comes back. Oh the weird, JFK the episode hat. was so yeah. weird. So in Gumar. the pilot, he's like, yeah. get back here. That's JFK's hat when yeah. he's on the Stugats with his right. with uh, Irina, who they yeah. also recast. And then right because her name is Irina in the pilot. And then he gives the hat to his father's Gumar. Yep. Another episode that people are always like. Uh, it makes you very uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I when love she it. sings I, to him. Oh no, I love. Oh, it. you love that. <laughs> I wish she got naked in that. One. But you know, Spells that's for rooting for Tony to fuck her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I you... mean, I remember watching that live and thinking like it was probably about to happen. Here's one thing you like. You got to know about me. I love granny porn. <laughs> now that we all know that's... that. Uh, now that we all know that, Pussy Malenga. Yeah, is, Pussy uh, Malenga is something that came back. Here's what never made sense to me. <laughs> okay. I just, just I, like I can't like walk, walk myself back through the steps David Chase took to name two characters pussy in the pilot episode. <laughs> like why? What? There's, well, there's big a pussy joke. and little pussy. There's a joke in the in the pilot episode. 
What do you mean? Well, what's the joke? Is it just? It's a very, um, it's a very small joke. Yeah. It's a no, subtle it's joke. My yeah. pussy. Yeah, it's oh, my yeah. pussy. Oh, you, not big pussy. Oh, not, Hesh, not big pussy. Goes, not my pussy. He wants to whack big pussy. A little pussy. Yeah. Yes. Pussy. Okay. A little pussy. Okay. Yeah, not but big pussy. That's a. Still, it's a very subtle joke. But to it's bring a very that, joke. but to bring that back when um Junior shoots Tony. It's great, yeah. It was pretty yeah. wild. Junior was trying to shoot uh, little pussy Malenga, yeah. who he was trying to kill at Artie's did, restaurant in um, the first episode. And, you know, I, I, I don't watch the first season as much, but did he ever kill pussy Malenga? I don't know, actually. I don't think That's so. That's a good question. I, no, I think he, like, fled to Florida or something. Did like, he? Because they said he, they showed him coming home. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Right. He's like oh, some he's old guy. Back. Yeah. Or, no, I think they, in, like, some some other comment, they, they mentioned that he, like, you had to whack him somewhere else. <laughs> right, but but, I, but we, we never saw it. Did, never, yeah. But it wasn't really important. Like we don't know who this guy is. We don't know why it's, Junior it's, needs to whack him. It's not. But I'm wondering, like you know, in the in the you know in the final season, like or whatever season, um, six A. Yeah. Does he? Did he ever whack him? Or like, is it, what's his brain? I was yeah, I was thinking about that too. Brain I don't think we ever know. But I I would imagine he didn't, and he got away because like. When he's having that conversation, when Junior's having that conversation with Livia on the way to the barbecue at the end of the pilot, he's like, he, he's like, something needs to be done. Yeah. yeah. About, about, about my nephew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, in the, in the first episode, D Girl. Yeah. D Girl. Oh, yeah. I wrote that down. Yeah. yeah he, he mentions his cousin Jeffrey and uh, his wife or whatever. That's, yeah. Like, yeah. My, my cousin's girlfriend is out in Hollywood, and she <laughs> says, I can make a million dollars playing. Uh, I, yeah. I might even be able to play Some myself. My yeah. 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 Tony's like, you think I never got offers? That's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you never got offers. <laughs> Tony Gary, never got offers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely <laughs> never did get any offers. <laughs> no one, only people in New Jersey know who he is. Maybe from, um, uh, what's uh, Gary Cooper? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, the Gary, oh, yeah, the strong call, silent yeah. type. Yeah, he talks about Gary Cooper. He brings yep. that back up. He says in, sad clown. Um, uh, uh, the uh, Christopher episode where he's like, "What ever happened?" Multiple times, Cooper? doesn't he? Um, with Melfi, probably multiple times. Yeah, but but in the car with Sill on the way back yeah. from oh, the yeah. casino, he brings yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's an episode in season four called the strong silent type. Right. Yeah. Um, also, uh, something something that I thought was interesting. Uh, in that scene between Junior and Livia when they're driving at the end of the episode when they're driving to Tony's, um, he he says like of Tony and his crew, he's a part of a different generation. Remember the crazy hair and the dope, and it just made me think of like the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, coming out. Yeah, so like we're gonna like oh, see wow. that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Like, that's funny. Now that we're talking about all these things that he references from the first episode also the same, all these like, things that he threw out and then all these things that he kept also the I, gonna definitely do that for the movie and the idea like um that tony's dad was the, was the saint is mentioned a million times in the pilot right, and it's right, like right. the many saints of new yeah. well, well also um i don't know if you guys caught this but chris multisanti literally the translation of multisanti is many saints Oh. Which well, we need the professor here. Yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. Can, hey, you guys know. hearing this? You guys hearing this? this you which, can't get this, this content like, anywhere else. This is like Sopranos Latin. Well, you could, you could, you could. I mean, I, he probably didn't have a prequel in mind when he named Christopher that. But <laughs> no. we know that Christopher's a thorn in Tony's side throughout the series, and Tony gave him a ton of fucking passes, and he had some could argue he had many saints looking over him. Uh, throughout the series, ultimately, mm. we know we know what happens to Chris. But, right, <laughs> uh, he ran out of saints. But, yeah, uh, 
I always thought it was a play on Malted Sunday. Yeah, you're right. You're right, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, that know? sounds so good right now. <laughs> so that was actually a, a character um, in uh, a friend of mine played in the Soap Pranos, which is a dinner theater. Ah, uh, yes. But you know, oh, we'll get into that. we'll get into that later episode. Um, kind of uh, like uh, Tony and Tina's wedding, kind of that sort e- of exactly. Oh, nice. But we don't have to talk about that because no one wants to hear it. Um. <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck. What was I going to say? Oh, 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 oh. Tony, oh. Um, Tony says on the on the table, uh, he makes a comment as to um, Carmella, like, uh, like Father and Tintola. Yeah, liking Father and Tintola or having oh, some like, sort of. We both have our needs. Of, yeah, having some sort of intimate relationship with Father and Tintola. Right. That comes back. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. big time in in the college episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, they definitely set that up there. Also, uh, Artie's restaurant is something like b- Tony blowing up Artie's restaurant. That's something that doesn't really get resolved until I feel like season three after Livia dies, and they have that like final word about it, where uh, where Artie's oh, outside. She, I, and, oh yeah. And and uh, wait, but doesn't doesn't Livia say to Artie at well, one so, point so, like? Aren't you mad about what he did to you? Yeah. So, so in the season one finale, I think uh, she, she 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 like hints at it. Yeah, she hints at it. Well, she basically tells him, and Ar- that's when Artie takes a rifle. To How's your mother? She's still on that crazy diet. <laughs> <laughs> After he tells her she's dead. <laughs> John Ventimiglia is is amazing in that scene. By the way, oh. where he just like laughs off her crazy non sequiturs is like in, it, he's so good. Uh, Artie's uh, the best. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that um, actor. There's the more hand gestures than ever. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. um, that becomes his character. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, email Kolar. Yeah. The guy who Chris Wax, uh, Czechoslovakia is, is dug up twice later in the series. At Uncle Pat's. So, well, the oh, first time is with that. Georgie in season one uh, when, I, I don't know, he, oh, Chris starts having dreams about about him. And he's like, oh, I think I'm going to get caught. He starts getting superstitious. We're going to move it. That's when he moves it to Uncle Pat's farm. And then in season five, they have to move him again because there's going to be some right, demolition on the farm and stuff. Selling the farm or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's his, that's Chris Christopher's first murder. Kill, yeah, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he's pretty calm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty Might calm have been the drugs. Cool, Chris. Might have yeah. been the uh, cocaine he had beforehand. Yeah. He's like doing karate moves before he gets there. I'm Taste like, the yeah. way as email. I don't know. If I killed someone on cocaine, I don't think I would be calm. <laughs> um, fair. That's I would fair. probably still be talking to him, though, when he's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope we never find out. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> we should definitely hang out again. We should definitely <laughs> All right, so now we've come to the part of the show where uh, each of us introduces a topic to discuss that doesn't just pertain to the one episode we're discussing each week, but can encompass uh, things from the entire series. Spells has a segment uh, called uh, Come to Duffs. Come on, come to Duffs. Spells, you want to set that up for us? Why don't you get the fuck out of here before I shove your quotations book up your fat fucking ass? Yeah, uh, so basically Come to Duffs is uh, uh, a line that uh, Jackie Jr., says in season three where he's trying to uh, get Meadow to come to this party and he just goes, come to Duff's. <laughs> and um, I just think it's so funny. It's kind and, of become a catchphrase and, for us. And it's kind of become a catchphrase for us. I uh, was on a uh, trip that the three of us go on uh, almost every year um, and I just said it to Golius 
Paul Golius over here, um, Professor Pauly. You know, when I woke up hungover, and I was just like, "Come to dust." And then I, then I, then we said it for the entire trip. Is I really yeah. the first person you said come to dust? I think to? so. Oh wow! Yeah. I'm on. I had the I'm thought. On. I had the thought when I woke up, and um, I, because I wanted you to know. I wanted you to see if you <laughs> see if you could guess what it was from. I didn't. Did Which, I? No, of no, course not. Because no. it's He's such the a king, weird. Spells is the king of throwaway lines. I'm the king of finding like throwaway the weirdest lines where I'm just like, well, oh, that seems odd and uh, also funny, probably just to me. Um, so there's a few in here that we're going to talk about. Uh, well. I don't know the exact line of this one, but it's Hunter Scangarella, Scangarella, whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talks about how she saw Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, in on, Aspen. In Aspen. Um, that's her selling point yeah. <laughs> to Meadow uh, about this Aspen trip is that she saw Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> um, I who, guess he was big on. in 19. Well, when did they make the pilot? 98? 97. 90s. So you have to think maybe it so was Scream, Scream had come out. <laughs> was he yeah, in, when did Scream Was he out? in Scream? Was he in the he first was the Scream? killer in yeah, Scream. Yeah, he was the first. Yeah, he was the killer. See, this is how much I don't give. <laughs> I, I, how much? Who cares about Skeet Ulrich? What has he done now? All I remember him yeah, is but the he, whole series. They always throw out like random celebrity names like like that. You know? Do you know what uh, I? Penn and Teller. Yeah, uh, Penn Adri- Teller. Adriana. Uh, she blew Penn from Penn and Teller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking skank. What do you like saying? <laughs> That's also amazing. He like grabs her hair. Dude, yeah. dude, yeah. The writers were just like, who's the fucking biggest douchebag we can come up with <laughs> to uh, put in the show? I think Skeet Ulrich is definitely number He's one. He's up there, yeah. Skeet, if you're listening, change your name. Um, By the way, I I rewatched this with my fiance, and she said that, that, like, that was totally a conversation that she and, like, her like camp friends would have been having around of that course. time. Oh, so, like, yeah, absolutely. So, for a show that had like horrible writing for teenagers, it was actually one of the better like written scenes. No, doesn't age for well. Teenagers, yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't age well. It's definitely no, it's definitely up there. And Skeet Ulrich, you know, I, what I know him from is I think he uh, was like a male model who robs Greg Kinnear in As Good as You Gets or something. Oh like. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's as good as you get. I just like can, <laughs> good, I just like can, as good as Stu Gats. <laughs> I could just like picture him taking off his pants. So I guess that's where my mind's at for some yeah, reason. Yeah, <laughs> you're like but, oh the take off his pants guy from As Good as Stu Gats. <laughs> Is, well, that's why Carmela's is, mad. Is he in those blue <laughs> cigarette commercials? Is that Skeet Ulrich? No, that's uh, what's his name from uh, True Detective season oh, three. That, well, that guy's uh, great. He's great. Oh, but they uh, are Taylor. Uh, um, no, 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 no. Or, uh, season three. Oh, season three. Um, I didn't watch season three. Fuck. <laughs> I love forget, season three. Uh, why? Why am I forgetting his name? Anyway, uh, we'll cut this part out. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely be cutting. <laughs> yeah, well, those two guys like kind of go hand in hand, but Skeet Ulrich is definitely the uh, shit end of the shit end guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, there was that line, and then also uh, a great line <laughs> is um, Melfi is at a restaurant, mm-hmm. um, and she sees Tony at a restaurant. Yeah, and she's with her boyfriend. Right? Yeah. Yeah, some chach. That's Niles. not her. Niles. Some her Niles or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, or like I forget. Yeah. I don't Neil? know if we ever Someone. see Neil, that. Neil. Yeah. Neil, yeah. I don't know if we ever see that character again no. or that actor. I don't no, think we, we do. No, no, no. But he is yelling at Adriana about the reservation and then he comes back to Melfi and goes, I tore her a new one. <laughs> Which would <laughs> never ever be no. something you say to your date. You just brag that you the... were such an asshole to yeah. but, I will uh, say, but I but I will say 
that continues throughout the series. The like citizen, like white people, oh. always talk like the Medigan. Yeah, yeah, the Medigan. The Wonder Bread Wops. Right, right, right. Oh, right. They yeah. all, get their Sunday gravy out of jar. Yeah, they all talk like fucking herbs. <laughs> Yeah, wait. Who are you? T- the the like like just, just like anybody who's just a regular American. Anybody who's n- anybody like who's that. not Italian, not yeah, white right. and not Italian. Right, right. Yeah. They're entitled and they're and like, um. There's that scene in the garage where the, 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 they say the, the N word. Um, that guy oh. says the N word uh, out of nowhere. Sausage. <laughs> oh no no no. Uh, Doctor uh, Cusimano yeah, and Cusimano's his, his friends. Crew. At the, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, you know what I like better than a than a sausage. Uh, Pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking. God. What, what does the guy say? He's like uh, sausage. It's a uh, kind of kind of phallic. Fa- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. um, yeah. Any anyone who's not in the mob and white is just like the biggest fucking tool. The biggest oh, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great then. Damn, yo. dude, man, yo, David Chase is blowing my mind constantly. <laughs> Even with lines like "Come the Duffs" and I tore her a new one and talking about Skeet and he, Ulrich. And he, yeah, he he's gives making his daughter, a point. The Skeet Ulrich line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gave it to his daughter. He knew. He knew. Right. The cool. honey, these three mama looks yeah. are going to talk from about this yeah. twenty years from now <laughs> and say how how artistic and great it is. Um, yeah. There's ba- those are basically the the big two ones. I mean, the priest uh, says uh, these laser discs are incredible. <laughs> it's just funny <laughs> to hear now. There's a lot of like. I'm going to start incorporating that. Into there's a lot of laser like, discs. These talk laser discs in, are in, in season one. Where they're like, they're like leery of buying DVDs because they're not as good as <laughs> oh yeah as like laserdisc. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Did you guys watch laserdisc when you were a kid? No, no, I did. No, we had them in our like in at school. Like they had like education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ones. My friend uh, yeah. Chris Ladden. Shout out to Chris Ladden, who I haven't talked to in twenty five years. Oh, nice. Um, he, he's uh, listening, man. He's he, listening. I hope so. He um uh had uh. Laserdisc. We watched Terminator 2 on Laserdisc. <laughs> he'd break it out of a giant sleeve and put it in, and we'd watch Terminator 2 on Laserdisc like every time I came over his house. Nice. Dude, Terminator 2. Scatino. Davy Scatino. <laughs> yeah. 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 T, uh, yeah. T1000. We're gonna, we'll we'll right. talk about that in a couple months. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, that was that segment. <laughs> That was called great Come transition spells. Um, but uh, Professor Pauly over here um, has a segment that he wants to talk about, which yeah. is um, who got the short end of the stick? Yeah, I guess shit that's what we're calling stick? it. Shit shit end? End the- What's the expression? I don't even know. We're shitting your hat. You are speaking shit to me. Trust me. It's like taking a shit. Oh. Short shit end. Sh- shit end. Who got who, who got, got shaft? All right. Basically, the idea is I'm opening up for the entire run of the series. Who do you think was the least deserving victim, uh, whether directly or indirectly, of the Sopranos crime family? Now, in the first episode, we see uh, Emil, a.k.a. Emil Kolar, get mm. shot in the back of the head at the pork store. This guy, no, prime just, of his life. Just trying to... Get a couple bumps. Just trying to taste the wares, do some coke yeah. with Christopher, and Christopher's out to prove something, and he shoots him in the back of the head. That's the end of his life. They never see him again. Yeah. He never. He didn't do anything violent. He didn't deserve that. But so 
yeah, it could be argued he was part of the Polish crime family, taking the garbage stops of the Soprano crime family. Okay, maybe he was deserving. Also, word to the wise. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, guys. You'll get shot in the back of the head of the pork store. Don't do drugs off a cleaver. Obviously, you're getting killed. (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but so I don't know. Do you guys like have off the top of your head? Who do you think was like the least deserving people who, who got killed through the run of the series? Um, <laughs> no, everybody deserved what they got. Okay. I'll, I'll throw out some names. Yeah, go but ahead. I'm not going to start with who I think is the least deserving. That's fair. Okay. Okay. A lot, of, a lot of people are going to say Adriana didn't deserve what she got. Mm. I, and yeah, she, she deserved it less than pussy. Sure. She definitely deserved it less than Richie, less than Ralphie. But yes. she was also running a club that was involved in mob activity right. and in long top, long-term parking, the episode where she is unfortunately killed off, she covers up a murder of that, that dude, that big dude who comes into the oh, back yeah. room. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Like Muhammad or whatever. Matouche. Matouche. There Matouche. we go. Sorry, Matouche. was that racist? Uh, no. Matouche, no. uh, Matouche is just racist. They chose a, a racist. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. And uh, and she ends up like throwing out. Like, I didn't do fuck. That's my Matouche impression. Remember oh, when he, like, he gets the shit beat out of him? He's like in the hospital. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, Jack, yeah. Jackie Junior's like. Yeah. I talked to them. He's he's like, what? You must have done something to piss them off. And like he can barely like his like mouth is all wired and shit. He's like, I didn't do fuck. <laughs> oh, then Matouche is not who we're talking about. No, that well, Isn't yeah, it still no, Matouche? no, Matouche didn't get killed. They killed no, no, they the guy killed together. That guy. They killed the big dude. He's like, oh, they yeah, killed who, that guy. who yeah. Matouche oh, right. sold fake coke oh, to? Right, right, fucking right, right, baby right, powder, right? You know, and they uh, t- takes him in the back room of the Crazy Horse, the club that Adriana owns, and she covers up that murder. Yeah, and then she plays dumb in front of the FBI agents. Right, she's not exactly innocent. She's been feeding the FBI information for two As years. I, can I interject? Yeah. I know, I know exactly who I feel like got the biggest shit into the stick. Who? As a former waiter back in the day. <laughs> I was waiting the, for it. The, the waiter at, at the restaurant who confronts Paulie and Christopher about not giving him a tip on like like a fucking $1,500 bill. Okay, so yeah. So and then they five. fucking <laughs> kill him in the parking lot. <laughs> well, yeah. He's uh, fucked up. Yeah, he starts having a seizure. Well, don't they yeah, have medicine, they hit, these assholes? After yeah. they hit him with a fucking gigantic rock, <laughs> it was a br- in the yeah. head, yeah. like or well, yeah, brick. Okay, that guy definitely got the shit out of him. Pretty bad. Strong argument. Strong argument. He did confront them though. Okay, I I see your I see <laughs> yeah, your waiter. Like, your I see your confrontational waiter, and I and I raise you uh, a sweet old woman named Min, who Polly. <laughs> Suffocates with a pillow no, that, for the nah, money a, under her mattress. Nah, she was she was wretched. <laughs> she reminded me of like one of my grandmother's horrible friends. She she was horrible. That you would murder in cold blood, I guess. No, but she was, you know, she was clearly it was obviously <laughs> pent up aggression from when she was probably terrible, like all of Polly's uh She childhood. was awful. She was awful and, and she, she was horrible and she was horrible to uh Polly's mom. Yeah, and you know she took all those like uh, sweet and low packets. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Left the well, well, those mean, are my ma's rolls. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Do you yeah. guys do you guys remember your relatives doing that? Because mine, mine definitely did. Of course. Do I remember my mother also, and my aunt still do- take silverware and fucking cheese, like oh, like they? Parmesan cheese from like. Fucking oh yeah, I do. I, I vividly like remember that. the like the shakers, the, uh, yeah. the sweet and low packets, and all that. Oh yeah. 
Doesn't she say, I'm, I'm going to give these to my grandson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a great present. Oh, oh thanks. I would, so rather, I would have rather had socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking sweet and low Domino, Domino or whatever the hell that sugar <laughs> sugar packet is. Is that only in New York? I don't know. So uh, Min, so Min, you're putting out Min. I still don't think that's the least deserving. You're always a. What did she say to him? You uh, when he's like strangling her. You're <laughs> while he's a, strangling yeah. her. She's like you're always a piece of shit. <laughs> you're always. I a hope lousy. she got. I don't, yeah, yeah. Someone. Like, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty piece of shit on Paulie's part. To, <laughs> I to love, like, instinctively, he's just like, you got any coffee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he pops up from the other side of her mattress. Like, he was, he just wandered in, like, he, oh, I bet I could get a good cup of coffee from men right now. And he just lays down on the other side, on the far side of her bed, and is just waiting for her to come in and offer him coffee. I love that. Um, Great. Hey, yeah. you still got those sweet and lows you took from the <laughs> yeah. restaurant? Maybe, maybe maybe not someone who didn't get like that much of a shit. Yeah, this isn't what I came up with, but maybe not someone who got like as big of a shit end of the stick, like yeah. lost their life. Yeah. But the guy who oh who got <laughs> the guy who got uh, garbage dumped uh, back into his uh, oh the Seven Eleven guy yeah, this, uh, yeah the convenience store guy is like <laughs> yeah. no I don't want garbage so <laughs> no, you are fuck yeah. <laughs> no I don't want the garbage back uh, that. That just was like, oh man, yeah. How are you gonna clean that shit up? You yeah, just gotta. Yeah. Pile I, of I would almost rather rather just get shit. a clean shot to the back of the head uh, than have to fucking <laughs> right. deal with all that. Right. Yeah. I'd rather Dude, be dead. By the way, great job by the art department on the garbage, though. It looked like <laughs> oh, it's so tasty. You get oh, the yeah. like, the lettuce and the oh, just remember that that garbage looking choice garbage. Could you imagine having to f- and back to one and have yeah, to clean back all to that one. shit up? Yep. Yeah. Hey, shout out to the art department. Yeah, Yo, shout big out to the Sopranos. Um, we don't know anyone and uh, from the art department. But <laughs> we'll get them on. We'll get them on. Is it the art department? Or, um, or yeah, yeah, or yeah props. art department. Props to my, maybe um, my uh, my father's cousin. I, I don't know if it's like his second cousin, um, Michael Lansky. I think his name is. Mm-hmm. He was uh, a painter. He's in the credits. Like I think oh, maybe wow. season two to four. Oh hey! Oh, wow. I don't think my father has much relationship with him. But uh, <laughs> but anytime I've watched The Sopranos with my father, he goes, "Oh, that's my cousin, Michael Lansky." And I was like, "That's oh, cool." Can we cool. get Michael on on the uh, on the pod? Yeah, he'd probably be like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the type of guest. So, so when tell us about painting, that paint. Yeah. So when you're when you're painting those walls uh what was that like <laughs> we got it we all got right it. cool well, you know he's got some on. stories i mean he probably does we've I got mean, a couple people that we know uh uh who were you know extras, extras. yeah or yeah. who were small roles on the show that uh, yeah. hopefully we'll get on um because i know their schedules are probably not busy <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah uh definitely so uh you know look forward to to that in the coming weeks yeah we'll have our finger on the pulse of a lot of featured extras <laughs> yeah yeah i know too <laughs> i know too yeah oh okay yeah oh, andy and uh chris Bascianelli, a guy i went to college with oh great he's uh one of um anthony jr's friends who like beat up the uh african guy on the uh bike 
Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, he's in that scene. Oh, great I character. Didn't know this. <laughs> yeah, great character. Memorable character. Yeah. You might remember him from kicking the shit out so of the so African that, guy. That, that guy definitely got this shit out of the state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. African yeah. guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, so, so back to the, the topic at hand. Um, well, okay, so here's here's the downer. Who got the shit end of the stick? Mm-hmm. Tracy. Come on. Stripper who was pregnant with Ralphie's <laughs> with Ralphie's oh, kid. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I yeah. mean, anyone involving themselves in the in in that world. Yeah, but you could you could make an argument that I'm not she didn't have like, much choice. That's that's obviously probably like top five oh, like, no, no, most no, no, heartbreaking wait. parts of the Actually, show. I have somebody worse than her. Well, she was pregnant, so nothing worse than that. This that was the saddest. Okay, yeah, two people Let's were let, killed. Yeah, two people were, were killed. Uh, especially <laughs> if you're in Alabama. I just I mean, remembered. That's two people. Vito, on his way back from uh, New Hampshire. Oh yeah, the he guy. Re- he he like rear ends the guy, uh, and he and the guy's like, oh let me get let me call yeah, the cops me call or me, it, yeah. whoever, and he just shoots him in the back of the head. The guy's out checking his mail. <sighs> Probably like a Red Sox fan though, so fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. He All right. Definitely All right. So Tracy it like is. This. Tracy it is. <laughs> Tracy, um, yeah. Although I would hard to I, argue Tracy, but hard to argue her. But also, I, wait, I, you're saying it's hard to argue that sh- that she's well. If you're talking about who, who, the, who's uh, the least deserving, yeah. I mean, I think it's that waiter. I mean, I think Dave makes a good point. Well, but he I mean, but, but okay. Also, that guy, that that guy too, is a good point. Like, you. She's definitely not deserving of it, but no. she, but she did put herself in a in a situation in the in the good. social circle of, yeah. of violent men. Yeah, uh, but like you know, she should to be fair, she she, she may gone, have been forced into that line may, of work or which she whatever. probably yeah, was. Sure. But you know, she should have gone to some place like the Palomino in Las Vegas. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the Palomino, one of the best strip clubs in the world. And you know, okay. I follow a lot of girls on Instagram at that strip club, and they definitely do seem like they're doing good. Spells, do you think everybody, every post on uh, of everybody's social media is truly reflective upon reflecting on how good their life is? Of course, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It is for me. Can you definitively say I, that no strippers from the Palomino have been killed? Uh, well, that is no. There, you can definitely Google no, it. And Joe knows, <laughs> and, that, and that is definitely not true. Joe knows firsthand. That's again, not true. Right. shout out, big fan of the podcast, the Palomino Strip Club in Las Vegas. <laughs> but I would argue that the friend of the pod, even friend even of the, pod. the Atlantic City waiter, you know, he's he he's an AC, them. and and he and he when you know you know those guys, you know those guys are mobbed up. So when you follow them out to the parking lot. And you call a guy an asshole for leaving you a, sh- a small tip, as much as it was deserved. Uh, Fifteen hundred dollar bill, as I recall, and they left him like twenty bucks. Or twenty something. bucks, yeah. <laughs> which ridiculous. should have been three hundred at least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and especially, well, was it worth his life? Just imagine, was it worth his life? Yes, as a former waiter, yes, <laughs> always worth it. Imagine having to wait on those guys for two, three hours. Oh, terrible. That must have been fucking awful. Yeah. The Leonese potatoes. The Leonese potatoes, which you didn't touch. <laughs> Order Cristal for those skanks. <laughs> I was being a gentleman. <laughs> Get some glasses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, all right. Well, uh, all right. you know... Uh, why don't you uh, guys? Uh, who do you think uh, uh, got the shit end of the stick? Uh, let us know. Let us know at 
Oh, one, two, three. O's one H at this is going to be podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, uh, shout out, um, uh, whoever's know, got the best answers. Whoever's we'll got shout the best you out on the next step on the next ep. Um, I'm creating that email address as we speak. <laughs> Terrific. Uh, so yeah. Is there anything else guys? Closing, closing statements. Anyone? Good to finally get this off the ground, boys. Yeah. Hey, look. Yeah. Hey. hey, we got to congratulate ourselves. We got to pat ourselves on the back because, you know, we are terrible at doing things. Yeah. And uh, we're pretty psyched to uh, be able to do this and talk about this. And, uh, you know, yeah, I hope maybe you guys will listen and have a, and, and enjoy it. I'd like to end it with uh, with this, with this quote from the first episode. It's good to be in something from the ground floor. I came too late for that, I know. But lately, I'm getting the feeling that I came in at the end. I think, I think that's really good. And that's great. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't want to steal that, but I have another one, too. Okay. Yeah, oh. Go for it. You know what? You know what I'm figuring out? Talking, Talking helps. helps. And you know another thing from the, uh, that episode? When Meadow's on her computer. She gets on her computer and it says, You've got mail. <laughs> So, all great quotes. All right. We hope you email us. Oh! 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 Until next time. Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 500 megabits per second of lightning-fast speed for only $39.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.